Money and building wealth are such taboo topics, and they have been for decades and centuries. We've come a long way over the last decade or so, especially for us women. However, we as women still feel somewhat uncomfortable speaking openly about money and wealth. My mission is to bring forth a new conversation, a different conversation, all about money, business, and creating wealth for the compassionate, convicted, and connected woman. This podcast was created so that you have the space and the place to begin to unravel everything you believe to be true or not true about building legacy wealth through investments and business. Welcome to Keep the Change podcast, changing the world one spare coin at a time with Coco D. Salamat pagi from Bali, Indonesia. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Keep the Change podcast with Coco D, building wealth intuitively. Today, I wanted to chat with you about one of the key skills that I believe is absolutely necessary in being a business owner and building wealth. Now, that is, ready, drum roll, asking quality questions. I know. Who would have thought, who would have thought that that was one of the key skills in building wealth and managing businesses? The reason I wanted to bring this up is because I have a lot of people who work with me individually. I have an offer called me Pick My Pocket that allows you to ask me any questions. And one of the things that I've realized is that that asking quality questions is a key skill in being a business owner, being a CEO and being a boss babe. Over the years, I have really honed in on this skill and I've really learned the hard way. There were times where I thought I had asked the right questions. I thought I had really gotten my point across, but the truth is I was not asking the right questions. Now, how do you know what questions to ask, especially when you don't know what you don't know? How, how do you start that? How do you go from asking the question that you think is going to get you the answer that you want and then it doesn't get you what you need or what you want or you get there you ask the question, you think you've got the answer that you need. And then a couple of weeks later, you're like, but that's not what I asked for. That deliverable that I thought I was really clear about, I thought that we talked about, I asked you if you understood it. And I thought we were on the same wavelength. You did not do what I asked you to do. Or this and outcome is not what I had expected. That's because we are not asking the quality questions. And as a CEO, as the business owner, as the person who is looking after their own personal wealth portfolio, it is so important to know how to ask these questions. The first tip that I want to give you is that asking open-ended question is key. When you ask a closed question for someone to say yes or no, it really means that you have nowhere else to go. So you don't want to corner the person. You don't want to ask closed questions where the answer is yes or no. Asking closed questions actually doesn't get you what you need. Now, what I found over the years is that asking questions whereby the person can actually give you more detail rather than a yes and a no gives you more information. And through that information, you can really understand whether or not you are on the same wavelength. So let's explore a couple of examples, shall we? Let's say that you have asked one of your team members to create a piece of content. You have given them raw footage for, let's say, a podcast, and you would like them to 
edit the podcast with some music. You'd like to change the intro and outro. Um, And if it's not a podcast, if you can't relate to that, maybe it's a piece of, if it's not a podcast episode, let's say, maybe it's a proposal that's going to go to a client so that you can win some work. Winning work is something that we all have to do. It's something that we're all doing in our business because getting business is part of being in business. So you've asked your team member to put together this proposal. It needs to include the introduction. It needs to include the body of project. What is the scope of work? The details about the pricing, you know, the time frame. What does your invoicing look like? All that jazz. Now you ask your team member to repeat it back to you. Yep all good. You've got, you know, until Friday. You've got until Friday to finish that piece of work. We're all good. Great. I'm going to leave you be, you know, today's Tuesday and you've got until Friday. Now between Tuesday and Friday, in your opinion, as far as you know, your team member is working on this proposal or editing this podcast episode. Comes Friday, you get together, you review the piece of of work that you've asked them to do that you thought you were really clear about and you get it back and you're like, it doesn't include all the things that I requested. We talked about intro, we talked about pricing, the scope of work, the terms of invoicing, the terms of payment, but you've only added, out of those five things, you've only added two, what happened to the others? And your team member says to you, well, it's not something that we'd spoken about. I I don't think we spoke about that. And you're tearing your hair out because you're like, far out, this proposal is due in two hours. And I didn't check in on you. Remember, as the leader, you are always in control and the buck always stops with you. Whether we like it or not, the buck always stops with us. And whatever happens with your team, obviously there are some team members that potentially are not performing, but I believe as a leader, the output that your team give you and give out to the world is a direct reflection of your communication. Trust me, I've learned the hard way. I really have. I thought that I was super clean. You know, I'm a very high level person and I've had to really hone in on this skill to ask quality questions. Your problem too could be that you've got a mentor and every time you have a session with your mentor, your coach, I don't know, whatever, your consultants, you think you're asking the right questions, but at the end of it, you're really not getting what you need. Quality questions and asking quality questions is like anything else. You have to practice. You have to give and try and try and try. And for a lot of us, asking questions is extremely uncomfortable. And let me tell you, quality questions, asking questions is part of negotiation, which we all need as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as investors, as someone who is building wealth. Asking questions is key. It is part of negotiation. If you don't know how to negotiate, it's going to be hard for you to create wealth. I mean, you can do it. Definitely. There are a lot of people who are great at negotiating, but let me tell you, the majority of wealth creators are great at negotiating. I know it's a skill that I've had to learn and that I've had to really get out of my comfort zone for. We'll touch on negotiating in another episode. Asking quality questions is key. So let's go back to the example about the employee. They haven't done it. It wasn't clear. You thought you were clear, but clearly it wasn't clear because otherwise the piece of work would have been done properly. You've got two hours. So what are you going to do? Are you going to do it yourself or are you going to work as a team and do it together and really step through exactly what you need. So you've got an option here. You can go and do it yourself and repeat what you need to later, or you can fix it and do it together as a team. I really encourage you to do it as a team because I really encourage you to do it as a team and to rectify the problem as a team, because it will bring the cohesion of the team together in a better way. When the team feels like they can fix things together, it is way better than you being like, I can do it better myself. You're useless. And even if you're not saying those words, 
that's what happens when you take that piece of work away. Self-reflection is really important as a leader, extremely important. I invite you if that has happened before and it continues to happen to really look at yourself and be like, what are the questions that I asked that were not there? Open-ended questions are the best. Something like, have you written a proposal before? Now that is a yes or no question. You could ask, the other way you could ask that question Tell me about a time where you wrote a proposal before. That is more open-ended question then. Have you written a proposal before? Can you see the difference? And they may say, well, actually, I haven't written a proposal before. You could say, okay, cool. So if you haven't written a proposal before, what type of other things have you written before? Have you done anything like this before? No, I haven't. Okay, well, let's explore. What do you enjoy doing? Do you have any idea what a proposal might entail? When someone isn't fed the information and the information comes from them, they have a higher probability of retaining the information. If you are working with a mentor, a coach, and you want, let's say you have three questions that you can ask every week and you're like, oh my God, I have 50 questions. How am I going to condense 50 questions into three questions? That's a really good that's a, that's a really good point because a lot of us are overwhelmed. What I do, let me give you a red hot tip. What I do when I'm overwhelmed and when I feel like I have 50 questions, but I actually only have three that I'm allowed to ask is I write down all those 50 questions and I see where I actually have the answers to all those questions. So we flipped it now. You've gone from being the person who asks the questions because you want the answer to then being the person asking the questions to get an outcome. Does that make sense? So I write down my 50 questions. I see which are very similar. And then I see which, which can I actually answer? Because the majority of the time we do have the answers ourselves. Where can I find those answers already? Or where have I already really asked them? And I'm just asking them again because I'm not sure of myself. And so because I'm not sure of myself, I feel like if I keep re-asking the same question, I might get a different answer because I actually don't like that answer that I keep getting. From those 50, you might get down to 10 by doing that exercise. And from those 10, you might be like, okay, well, out of those 10 questions, which questions could actually be answered through asking another question? So you might end up with five questions and five other questions under, and they'll get answered by asking those five questions. And then once you get to five questions, I would say, well, which ones are actually going to make a huge difference to how you show up and how you operate in your business moving forward? Asking quality questions will get you the answers that you need. It will get you the results that you need. You will become a better leader, a better negotiator, and you will get the answers to many, many, questions that you're like, how the hell do I do that? How the hell does she do that? How, 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 how? That is the question on everyone's lips. How? That three letter word. I actually laugh because I feel that the how is really important. But when we're asking how, we also find ourselves in a place of lack. Asking how disempowers us. How is important, but it also disempowers us, especially as a leader, as a CEO, as a wealth creator. Remember, not everybody can be in those roles. Not everybody is meant to be a CEO. Where are you disempowering yourself? Because the truth of the matter is you actually know the answers. And even if you don't, you are a leader. You can work it out through yourself. And most of us, we thrive in trying something new, in trying it out way. I could give you my how, but my how might not be right for you. My how could actually be disempowering for you. Can you see how asking quality questions is critical to the success of your business, the success of your wealth creation, and also the success of your team? Without quality questions, you can run around in circles chasing your tail. You can have really bad negotiation results. And quality questions takes time. It takes practice. 
practice. I invite you to practice with someone on asking quality questions. Also give myself permission to reframe. So I might ask someone a question, get an answer that I wasn't really looking for, or I'm like, wow, I I didn't realize that's how you interpret it. I'm really sorry. I've actually asked you the wrong question. Do you mind if I ask that question again in a different way? Because I think we've just gotten our whys crossed. And that happens to me all the time because I'm such a high level thinker. The way that I articulate myself when it's a new topic or when it's a new idea that I'm putting together, sometimes I'm not expressing myself very well because I'm still in the creative process. And so I give you permission to ask for a reframe. Your ego is going to feel less uncomfortable with this. But when I get an answer that I'm like, wow, that's actually not what I was thinking, I just own it. And I'm like, hey, I'm really sorry. That's not where I was going. That's not the path I was heading down. Can I just ask that question in a different way? And it makes things so much easier. And as you continue to do that, your skill of asking quality question improves. And I really invite you to ask questions every single day. I know as a child at school, I was always asking questions, always. I was the kid in the class that was like, but I don't get that. Or that doesn't make sense. What about this? You know, typical Aquarian questioning absolutely everything. And everyone in the class was like, oh my God, Coco, stop it. It's lunchtime. We want to get out of class. Like, can you just stop? But I see now how that has served me because I am not afraid of asking questions and too many of us are. So my tips for you, ask quality questions and give yourself permission to reframe. Reframe your questions if you are not getting the answers that you want. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode and for coming along for the ride that is wealth building. It's a wild one. Now, for all the information we spoke about, please refer to the show notes. Remember to leave a review if you feel called to. And if you want to soak up more and lick my brain about business and legacy wealth, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Come and join me on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me under Coco D D double E. See you soon.